not a complaint so much as just a a wondering a wonderment. <laughs> <laughs> a wondering wonderment. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> my throat's dry <laughs> hello and welcome to another episode of geek chew a podcast where we talk about comics tv movies and other stuff i'm Eamon. and i'm charlene and uh we'll start with uh like the the stuff on on the bubble in honor of march madness why are we calling it that i just told you oh <laughs> i don't know what that means it won't yeah well uh we won't you know, that won't become the permanent name. We well, said like, it last week, too, I think, and I didn't get no. it. This is going to be really boring. So there's 64 teams <laughs> that are in the NCAA tournament, but they all get, you know, selected by a committee. And teams who are kind of on the bubble might or might not make it. Oh. So, so we start off with, like, some news that doesn't really fall into a... I find usually my stuff doesn't make it into, you never even, you don't, you never usually have something. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's the same difference. Never usually have something. That sounds stupid. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. Do you have something this week? Um, yes. I mean, I read and printed off that article for you from the Atlantic um, by David Sedaris, which I thought was kind of funny. Was it from the Atlantic? I thought it was a New Yorker. Um, oh, it was a New Yorker. You're right. Sorry. That's right. When I went to the Atlantic site, like everything on there is something about Trump. And so I just right scooted on awesome. to the next. Uh, so the article was about shopping, shopping in Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, just basically he talked about going over there with his family, his sisters and his partner and, uh, shopping and buying the most ridiculous clothing items he can find. Yeah. But also how like buying stuff just to buy stuff because it like fills an empty void, which I thought was funny, which is, you know, he compared it to like drug addicts or whatever. Yeah. And he has his enablers. Yeah. Uh sister. But it was it was fun. I it was liked funny it. anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an enjoyable little read for me this week. Netflix put out their first teaser trailer for Voltron. Their thirteen episode cartoon series that's gonna come later this year. Um Oh, we also saw the first not first, but some uh, official images from the new Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, that's exciting. It's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, and the image was, you know, Wonder Woman in uh, her fellow, some of her fellow Amazons, like her mother, uh, Queen Hippolyta Connie Nielsen. 
and her generals, Robin Hippolyta. Wright. Hippolyta. Hippolyta? Hippolyta. And uh, Lisa Lovin Kongsley, who I'm, I don't know her. But that was cool. And, you know, good timing, I guess. Since obviously this week we're pretty much only talking about two things. And that's... Daredevil and Batman. Batman v Superman. But, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you picked the important one. So... Uh, what else? What did you think about the trailers that you were excited about? There was Lego Batman. That's very exciting. That was funny. I forgot that they were going to be doing that movie. I mean, I knew it and then just never really thought about it again. So, um, that looks fun. The other Ghostbusters trailer that was, uh, I told you it looks like it's going to be good. I thought it was going to be much better than the first trailer made it look is what I said. And the second trailer, uh, did a, I think a better job of probably what the movie will be, but I mean, I'm still, I'm down for it. The, uh, team who worked on it, it's usually pretty funny. So, um, I don't know. There's a new tick, the tick series coming out. You yeah, know, there I was, saw that. what's, who's that guy? What's well, Patrick Warburton was the, no, no, I knew that, but they have this other guy now. Yeah. Peter Serafinowitz. Yeah. What has he been in? Oh, he was in, um, spy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the guy. Mm-hmm. He was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Denarian Saul, the one of the pilots from the Nova Corps. I mean, he blew up, but <laughs> <laughs> right, not important. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I saw some. You know, they have the Flash and Supergirl crossover coming. World's finest, they're calling it. And yeah, I wonder if the, we're still in the first season of Supergirl, right? Or yeah. did it end already? It's still first season, yeah. Okay, because I'm waiting for it to post to, like, Netflix or whatever. Yeah. So that way, because it's too late now. Because yeah. I missed too many episodes, so they're not going to be on the website. But Well, I found four clips, but they were all from, I think, the Supergirl episode. And it's more in that tone, whatever tone that show has, which we haven't seen. But you can tell. I mean, I've seen some episodes. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, several, actually. You know, the Flash is just a little different. I mean, mm-hmm. same guy, obviously. Uh, just the feel of the show is different than the Flash. So, right. uh, but that's cool that they're doing the crossover and multiverse and everything. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Because he's, you know, on a different Earth again. That's oh, how really? They go with the crossover thing. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, different Earth again. Did you have anything else before we get into the main fair? Apple released new watch bands, or will be releasing new Apple watch bands. That's exciting for me. I decided I don't really like them, but... How are they new? Like, what's different about them? Uh, There's, like, this nylon, meshy-lookingness in, like, bright colors. That doesn't sound great. Well, they don't look terrible. I just wish they had other color options. They only have, like, three color options right now that are, like, bright and fun, but, like, not what I super like. Yeah. Anyway, it just means more to come. Yeah. Yeah. And they drop the price on it, which means more people will... On the watch? Get them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. Anyway, it's exciting for me. (laughs) Uh, So... Do you want to get into Batman v Superman? You want to talk about that first? Yeah. Okay. 
Perfect. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously we were super excited for this movie. Yes. For the last two years. It's finally here. Uh, I met with some not so great critical reviews, but it is breaking, you know, some records at the box office. Everyone that I've spoken to, like regular people. Yeah. They've all liked it. Everyone's like, oh, it was awesome. I don't understand. Yeah, it's, I think it had like so far the fourth biggest opening. I, there were so many different facts. They say it's breaking records and then they list all these uh, strange records that it's breaking. Like, oh, it's the best one that came out the weekend before Easter in March. And, you know, it, <laughs> that so, is weird. It's very specific. Worldwide, it's made over 400 million already. So, um, yeah, that sounds like a, a good amount. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, and so I guess, you know, overall, just the pace of the movie is the first half almost has no superhero stuff in it. And, you know, you can tell that they just are packing a lot of stuff in there because they're building this universe and working towards the Justice League, kind of doing the opposite of what Marvel did and Marvel Studios. So it's been kind of like a criticism about, not a criticism because they hadn't seen the movie yet, but Marvel, you know, slowly built this universe through individual films and mm -hmm. worked their way to the Avengers and uh, DC is kind of doing that backwards. And so they've, they put a lot of, you know, introductory stuff and uh, Easter eggs of things to come in right. the future, uh, which I thought they did pretty effectively. I yeah. Mean, um, so I didn't really have a, a problem with the way the movie was set up. Right. Or the plot being overly complicated. Or I don't anything. think the plot was overly complicated at all. That's no. weird to me. So... And it seemed pretty easy to follow. Yeah. And, uh, the other, I mean, first of all, I thought, I mean, it's obviously a Zack Snyder movie. It's, you know, you can tell just the way he shoots it, but I, I really like the, uh, you know, how he frames a lot of the, the scenes and these kind of slow motion, um, action sequences where you can like see the comic book on the, on the comic book frame on the screen, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I wanted to get like just a few things out of the way, like things I didn't like. Cause there were just, there were a couple, uh -huh. but it didn't, didn't ruin the movie or anything. I just really didn't like, I didn't like, I like Jesse Eisenberg, but I did not like his Lex Luthor. I don't like his Lex Luthor either. He's like, it's really bad. Like it's real bad. He's like, um, he, I, he's like creepy. He doesn't seem like I, I, I envision Lex Luthor as like a, um, confident, smart, confident, very intelligent, well-spoken, calm <laughs> business person who right. is like nuts, but like the whole world doesn't know he's nuts. You yeah. know, like, I mean, like, yeah, you know, it was, it was bothersome. Yeah, he's too like, like he's all like ticky and yeah, uh, really, creepy. really not great. So that was yeah, I, yeah. I picture like Lex Luthor is a little more suave yeah. as well. You know, Doomsday. I I liked Doomsday as a thing that they worked into the movie. You know, to unite them to 
whatever. I did not like the the way he looked. Like, why couldn't they just make him look like he looks in the comics? Like, they know. did a little bit, but not enough. He looks like the cave troll from the first he does look like the cave troll. Harry Potter movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... No, not from the first Harry Potter movie. Oh, from, uh, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was... I mean, he could have... if They could have just pulled him right off the comic book page and he would have looked a lot better, I thought. Yeah, his face was all weirdo. Yeah. Also... Nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> The only other thing, uh, and I had heard this um, leading up to the movie from the costume designer about how they had done this cool thing with Superman's suit and it made it look like much more metallic underneath. And uh, I liked his suit in different. Man of Steel. It was, you know. Shiny? No, I mean, I guess a little bit, but it's like super shiny in this movie. And I they, they could have just gone with the, the costume he had and I would have been you know, a little happier with well, that. Everybody I think everybody wants an update. Who do you yeah. think shined up his uniform? I mean, costume, I mean, uniform. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter, <laughs> but, uh, it was extremely shiny mm-hmm. and it didn't do it for me, but that's it. I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't know. I don't, I just wish that there had been even more wonder woman. I get that. I mean, I'm not saying that like it was missing something because I just really liked her. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. I was going to ask you about her. Cause I mean, she's in a lot of the movie, but the first, right. You know, but not as the first three quarters of it is her as Diana Prince. And you know, she has, um, she has a pretty big part, but yeah, no, she's not no called wonder Diana woman. at all. Just miss Prince. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when they discover the file or whatever, if it says her name on there. Yeah. I don't it know. May or but may not. But, um, when she does finally show up, it's, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, no complaints. Yeah. Looks great. Did a great job. Yeah. I'm excited for the movie, the, the Wonder Woman movie. Cause that comes out next year. I she mean, obviously like she they're was already having fun, like fighting. Yeah the the smirk while she's fighting like that was just something she did and Zack Snyder came up to her afterwards and was like did you just smirk she was like yeah that's right <laughs> um so I liked a lot of the imagery that the movie pulled from the comic books and you know some of it was expected like the the suit and the battle between you know Batman and Superman and from Dark Knight and there was some other Dark Knight stuff in there that was kind of unexpected like um when Superman gets hit by the nuke and he's like a skeleton of himself, uh, the situation is different than the comic books, but that, that happens. And, you know, he's rejuvenated by the sun. I thought that was cool. And then there's, they, they pulled from a completely different storyline in comics that was unexpected, but I thought used really effectively. I guess you could kind of see it coming just with, by the characters who are involved in the storyline. But, I I still didn't expect it to happen. So I don't know. Trying to talk around the end of the movie is a little yeah. difficult, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I wasn't surprised about that ending, um, yeah. but I wasn't, um, 
but that, but I also was not expecting it. I wasn't like, Oh, I bet this is what's going to happen. I was just like, Oh, they went in this direction. Yeah. Yeah. Batman. I guess we could talk about Batman a little bit. Who is super awesome. I don't know. I was uh, texting with one of my buddies and I was like, you know, I I really don't, I, I don't see how I could possibly have, um, or how I could possibly be unbiased about it just because of all the excitement and right. I was just ready to love it. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. But in this scene, it's kind of like, um, you know, we're going to talk about daredevil later. It's almost like Batman is the punisher. <laughs> it's really, uh, he, yeah. Unless I, um, missed See, I saw, or misinterpreted I... some of the movie. It seems like he has kind of a disregard for, for life. If you're a not so great, if you're if you're on the wrong side, I see. I see him more. That's interesting because, like, I was sort of more parallel with Daredevil as Batman and Daredevil. Yeah, I don't know. He just. I mean, I mean, did anybody actually end up dead? I mean, I, I don't know. You know, some of the fight scenes, he's like grabbing people with that have guns and just like using it to spray bullets across the room. Um, hmm. not necessarily to shoot anybody, but most times Batman would, you know, get rid of the gun. Right. And when the Batmobile comes crashing down on that, uh, truck carrying the kryptonite, uh-huh. I mean, it, it looked like it took out three people. It, it might not have, but, <laughs> uh, let me, I mean, I'm not bothered by it. Like I, you know, that's, he's this, you know vigilante from Gotham. He's been doing it for 20 years and, mm-hmm. uh, he's not as concerned with human life, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if anybody died. Like It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't like clearly lay it out. It's yeah. like that could be. He is very violent though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's got like this super armor, you know, apparently cause like a shot like to the back of the head, basically point blank and it ricochets off. So thought that was interesting that they just went with like, he's basically bulletproof, um, instead of worrying about, you know, where the weak parts are in his suit. Um, but I don't know. I thought Ben Affleck did a great job. You know, a lot of people say he was really, you know, really great as Bruce Wayne. Cause he's got that cocky playboy attitude anyway. Mm-hmm. And sure, I guess, but I thought he did a, a really good job as Batman as well. Yeah, me too. I don't know anything about Batman. No. He, you know, there was one thing that was, so he's in like the big metal suit and then he goes in his bat plane. What do they call it? Batwing? Mm-hmm. Um, and he changes, does he change while he's flying? Like change his, his suit? I don't remember seeing him change out of the big metal suit. They didn't so is show he him change. in the Yeah, but like the scene that's happening is supposed to happen within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So this just sort of tripped me up a little. This is like <laughs> I, couldn't, I mean, I notice or I can like, I know what minutes, you're talking about. He doesn't but... have the big maybe he's wearing one uniform or suit underneath the other suit, the big metal suit. Of course he is. Why okay, but like all he has to do is throw on a different cowl. Back on, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. But well, he needs to because that other one. Right. I thought it was, uh, you know, when the um, mask breaks apart on the 
the big metal suit. I thought that was pretty cool imagery. Yeah, me too. I liked it. Um, and, you know, I, I think there's some growth for the character of Superman in this as well. Uh, just as far as, well, I mean, he's learning, obviously, how to deal with his role on Earth. Um, and they they make reference to whether, you know, he's just a good guy trying to do what's right, like they talk about in, or like we talked about last week, talking about American Alien, the comic book series, or if he's just this godlike being that we need to be afraid of. And that's basically the storyline between Batman and Superman the question that drives the conflict between them in other stuff from the movie. I, I like the, the nightmare sequence, um, with the, the trench coat, Batman and the trench yeah, coat. Yeah. So, I thought that was, I mean, obviously it's been in the preview, so you knew it was coming, but I like that, um, that get up for him. The only time I've ever really seen it in the comic books was, and I'm sure this is not the only place it's been, but, uh, the, the flash forward where Damien has taken over as Batman and that's like the uniform he wears, but, um, I thought there was a lot of interesting stuff with like, with a scene shift and like, you don't realize right away that what's happening is not really happening. Um, and that it's you know, dream, but it's always like a little foreboding or like, I don't know, like there's some stuff that's like when Batman falls asleep at the computer and he sees like, he has like those, he has a couple of dream sequences. So like, it's it's a little weird as interesting. Do you think, do you think where the flash first appears is a dream sequence. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's some paper flying around when he wakes up, but like... Sure made it seem like he was kind of snapping awake afterwards, but that's that's a pretty... That's something, I think, like right out of the comic book pages where the Flash is traveling through time and trying to warn him about something. Um, And I thought that was super cool. Yeah, so like it's hard to tell because he's seen like some of the clips on the thing no it hasn't even downloaded yet that's the clips are later and i thought i thought the only time we were going to see the flash and aquaman was in those little clips because i had heard about those but it was awesome to see him just kind of pop up and i had no idea who that was and you were like it's the flash yeah i was like (laughs) like what because it's kind of blurry and like i see all the lightning but i was just like what's happening i don't understand yeah cyborg was the other um video clip but the Aquaman uh, one is... Are we supposed to know what that QB thing is? It's the mother box, I think. It's from Apocalypse, which okay. basically the whole movie is setting up... It looks like something from Transformers. League ...for... Um, what's his name? Darkseid. Right. And even in the nightmare sequence, there's that huge Omega symbol in the sand. That's Darkseid symbol. I miss that. But, yeah, the Aquaman clip was was cool to see aquaman but it also kind of makes me curious how they're gonna do his movie because shooting underwater is notoriously difficult and it looked like he was underwater trying to hold his breath you know and aquaman doesn't have to hold his breath oh but the human who plays aquaman (laughs) does so never mind it was just i'm excited for the movie i just I wonder how they're going to do that underwater stuff. Cause you almost can't, it'll probably be a mixture of CGI, but yeah. Dude, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm excited though. I like how he looks. Yeah. 
somebody was like, oh, they make them all blonde? And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What else do we have from the movie? I don't know. That's a lot of stuff, though. It was a lot of stuff. I guess we could. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely ready to see it again already. Yes, me too. Um, I feel like I would. Boy Lex was bad. He really was. It. W- I mean, he really, really was. And unfortunately, really took they're just sort something of stuck away with from him. the movie. Yeah. I mean, was that a critical complaint as well? Uh, or did... I don't know. I mean, I've seen oh, a couple things. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really read too many reviews on it because, I mean, I I heard they were mostly bad and like I just didn't care. It was. Um, and I didn't want to know to, uh, you know, most reviews don't have a lot of spoiler stuff in it, but when I was watching the movie, I was thinking to myself, it would have been nice. And obviously I love the trailers. I love watching the trailers. They get me super pumped, but it would have been nice to go into the movie with no idea about, you know, what about the movie anything. was going to be. Yeah. That's, that's, um, just an interesting topic on its own. Like yeah. there are, there are a lot of movies that would play better that way, I feel like. But yeah. how are they going to convince people to watch if they don't well, advertise in some way that right. shows what the movie is going to be like? For some movies. Batman v Superman, I don't think you needed to entice too many people. But like yeah, maybe. There were fans who took all the trailers together and like spliced them and came out with like 10 minutes of footage from the movie, you know? Yeah. So it maybe. just would have been, it would have been cool, but obviously not not going to happen and i'm probably not going to avoid trailers from here on out either so it's not a complaint so much as just a a wondering a wonderment (laughs) (laughs) a wondering wonderment that's right okay uh so i guess we'll move on to daredevil and really these are the only two things we're going to talk about because that's that's all we we did did. that's Mm -hmm. all we did all week we watched batman v superman and we crammed all 13 episodes of daredevil no, 12, because we watched one <laughs> before. Because last week we talked about the first episode, which oh. kind of introed the Punisher. Word, word. And, okay. and all that. And so, and the first arc, basically, is the first four episodes, the conflict between Daredevil and the Punisher. And, I mean, there was a ton of cool stuff in it. The fight scene in the stairwell was kind of reminiscent of the hallway fight, you know, wasn't just kind of, the, that wasn't in the first episode, huh? Mm-hmm. I think it's it was the second one meshed together now. So. Yeah. so I broke down each episode in my little notebook here. Oh, nice. Then, <laughs> that's, that's, I did not and, do that. You know, when you had the chain whipping around, that was pretty awesome. But that was pretty awesome. The thing that really stood out to me about that whole first arc, and it kind of continued throughout the, the series was there's a lot of long, one-on-one conversations and this mostly in the first four episodes is mostly between the Punisher and Daredevil. Right. And there's the scene on the roof. There's a scene in the cemetery. Uh, and that, I mean, really well done. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's cool that they have the time to, to do that in the show. Right. Which you don't have in a movie. Yeah. And I don't know. I, the only thing I think I've really seen John Barenthal in the Punisher was a few episodes that we watched of The Walking Dead, and he was just okay for me. So I was kind of when he was cast, I was like, "All right, whatever." He was really good, really good. In this. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, what did you think of that whole first arc there? Um, I think most of my notes are, I guess, from in the middle. 
But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can move right on to the middle. No, I mean, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. Um, I feel like the first part of it, I was, it felt so like wrapped up almost that I was like, oh, excited to have another half. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it seemed like they were done with the Punisher almost. But, yeah. And clearly I mean, we not knew, the case. <laughs> right. We knew that they weren't. There wasn't. He obviously hadn't painted any skulls on his chest yet. So we knew, he, you know, I mean, just by logical thinking, um, there was obviously going to be more. But I like how they kept that going with bringing in Kingpin and... Some of the stuff was kind of obvious, like the direction that some of the characters were going to go in, like Karen, for me. Like, that just seemed like a natural progression for her to, to move into the job that she's going to be doing yeah. by the end. Um, so that was, I think, very well planned and well done. Um, I don't like her. I did not like her speechy thing at the end which so, was just her reading her article but I like thought i was gonna say it would you know kind of go chronologically but, oh i guess that's probably yeah but but when when we watched it the first time like i wrote down that the end because the ending of of this season of the series is is pretty obvious or not obvious but you can conclude with a reasonable amount of certainty what's going to happen again because of the characters involved if you know the, the comic book series. And, and when it was over, I was, I found like, I wrote down that it was poorly executed. And then when I looked at my notes, like a couple of days later, I was like, I wonder why I thought that. And I went back and watched it and it was completely fine until she starts her voiceover. And I'm like, that's what I didn't like. I didn't like the voiceover. It was, what journalist it, would write that? Like it doesn't, no, it was it's bad. Not, it is bad. And I didn't like that. And I didn't like the, in your face, this is the point we're trying to make yeah. at this point. Um, I mean, that's really my biggest complaint about the whole right. thing is just that one <laughs> small part, but it's so glaring. I know. And you have to watch it because right. it's right at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I we are right on. Mm -hmm. I like how Electra ends up with her traditional <laughs> weapons. Yeah, it, it, so, I had kind of forgotten that she, ha like, even though I knew, I just knew that that's what she uses and all of right. her, I just didn't think about it up until they showed up and I was like, oh yeah, it's size. Yeah. So Electra doesn't show up until the end of like, like the first episode half. four. Yeah. And then episode five, six, seven kind of goes into their backstory between her and Matt Murdock and also brings in the Roxxon corporation and the hand and, and all that stuff. I like how all of that was done. I yeah. like it all. I like, it's a complicated web of things that, that weave together to make a, a good story. I don't feel like it's overly complicated because they have enough time to really suss everything out. Yeah. And so those, those first few episodes, the relationship between uh, Matt Murdock and Electra is, I don't know. It's obviously their kind of philosophies are diametrically opposed as far as, um, life and 
death, you know. Well, yeah, how far one is willing to go. And so, and turns out she's like really manipulative and masochistic. And um, so I found myself really not even liking um, Matt Murdock and Daredevil, like through those first couple episodes, just because of the way he was played and allowed himself to be played. And he's kind of like her enforcer in these fight scenes. And it's just, I don't know. It, it wasn't great for me as far as his character goes. The The show was fine. Right, that's interesting. So the way I sort of process that is that he's still a new hero. Ultimately he knows what he stands for, but he's having trouble. Um, making that happen in a way that he feels good about. And so I feel like he doesn't feel strongly enough about his choices and decisions to not be able to be pushed around a little bit by other people, um, you know, and be influenced by other people in his life. Yeah. You know, like he's really like all this stuff with foggy and like the arguing and him, not seeing yeah he needs help but he doesn't know where to get it right and but so but he does have you know his code he doesn't waver from that right Um, right right. but yeah it was um i don't know it it was fine like i said it you know and and things come around and um i don't know everything works out the way it works out but fight scenes are really cool I, I do like cool. seeing Electra and Daredevil fight together. That it was pretty awesome. That was very awesome. Uh, the first time she even pulls her little scarf up over her face without she's you know not, not in her scarf. costume or it's anything. A turtleneck. Turtleneck. <laughs> At least I didn't call it a mascot or something. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever I called it last. I don't you said know. bandana. Bandana. Yeah. So, but it could have been. But it's not. <laughs> uh. Well, you told me, and I said, does she wear the bandana? Because I hadn't seen any images, because remember, you kept telling me to watch the trailer, and I hadn't seen it, and didn't watch it. Well, so, you know, she usually has the bandana tied around her head, like a pirate, and I asked you, and you're like, no, I think she wears it around her neck, and I'm thinking, like, (laughs) and I'm thinking, like, she wears it around her neck, like... A flight attendant. Right. Well, it's just like the colors. Like, she has this black thing that comes down like this. It's a vest. And the turtleneck. It looked like it could have been tied around the back of her neck. You're so weird. You're so weird. Uh, so, Stick shows back up in this um, in this season. Episode 8, he shows back up as, as they're getting ready for their courtroom drama with, mm-hmm. obviously, the Nelson and Murdoch. Uh, firm is representing Frank Castle through a series of events. And so, I don't know. Um, yeah, that whole thing, it was okay. So it's not like I, I didn't like what they did with how all of that went down and how unreliable that made Matt. I just didn't like that it happened. It's not like I was upset with the way they chose to tell that story that was fine. Right. It just it's was like, it's little... just so disappointing when your hero is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's the whole few episodes where he's just kind of a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then episode nine is, you know, you already said where the Kingpin shows back up in the series and, um, or at the end of episode eight, maybe, but there's that prison fight with the Punisher, which is ridiculously uh, brutal, but also awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it really gets into the hand and what the hand is after and how stick plays into it, how Electra plays into it. Um, and how all these influences were swirling around Daredevil. And I, I don't know. I still don't know what the giant hole is for. Um, yeah, I guess they never really, I mean, they're digging up something, I guess, but digging up they something. Never, was it just the sarcophagus that they end up with? Is Maybe? that what they got from the hole? It was very know. unclear. It was um, unclear, but, but I was distracted enough by other things to not really think about the giant hole. Yeah. Uh, Rosario Dawson obviously shows back up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. Yeah. I, I like her and, uh, her part in, in this series or this season was a little bit different. Not as great as the first season. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, everybody keeps coming up to her and saying our mutual friend. And she's like, all right, annoying. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> she ruins the day that she met him. Oh, speaking um, of things that are repetitive and annoying. So the hand, now that we're talking about the hand, or did you want to finish something that you were saying? Go ahead. Okay. So the hand has some way where they're able to mask their oh. their uh, heartbeat. Everything that Matt Murdock, Daredevil, usually uses to pick up on. So yeah. then Electra's like, no, focus on their their swords, blah, 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 blah. And so now every time anyone draws a sword and there are like hundreds of, of these ninjas okay and it's like slow motion camera zoom well it's not really slow motion but the camera like zooms in and it's like shink, yeah it was, it was a little much do you like my sound effect no <laughs> <laughs> you could have lied a little bit <laughs> but yeah i mean it was just like i get it i get we it start that's to how lie to each other and by we i mean society <laughs> um I'm just saying we I like I get it. I didn't need it every time. Yeah. Like I didn't no, need the for sure. the super focus on on the blades. Like duh. So um you know we spoke a little bit about the and luckily they do away with that eventually some mentoring from Stick. Um, right. Well, because he has to do away with it because they got rid of their swords. Otherwise, right. we just hear shink, shink, shink all the time. Right. And who wants that? <laughs> Not me. Not this guy either. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we talked a little bit about just comic book on a page stuff from Batman v Superman. And there's a lot of that going on in, in this series as well, which is just super cool. And, you know, we just watched that Easter egg thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had it written down here as well. The, the superhero landing yeah. where he drops through the manhole and he stands up and the, the light is coming down and he's just there for a minute or a couple seconds before he starts walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really cool image and it makes his costume look great. He's got his, um, his weapons on his leg, which is awesome. And, you know, he gets the new, I think, I think he gets the new, they call it Billy club, I guess. Uh, after that particular scene, you guess the guy gets... hands it to him and says, it's a Billy club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess as in, I don't remember them saying it, but I guess that's what they called it. So 
And the only reason I know that is because we just watched that uh, Easter egg thing. Anyway, his new Billy Club is the shit. I mean, that was pretty much all I had. There was a lot of different relationships built in this in this season. One Karen about, and the Punisher and all that stuff. One thing about the Billy Club, before we move on, he learns how to use it right away. Yeah, why wouldn't he? It's like seamless. But, I mean... But he uses it like Tarzan swing. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. And that's very <laughs> comic booky. Yeah. And amazing, but like that does that takes a little practice. If I know I no anything about swinging from building to building, because I've seen several Spider Man movies, it takes a little while to get used to that. Yeah. And he just didn't seem to have any issue. Speaking of grappling hooks and swinging from building to building. I could use some more of that out of Batman. They show it a little bit in the movie, but they do it like, I think they're doing it less and less even in the comic books. Cause it, when he, when I see it now, I'm like, Oh yeah, he does swing from building to building, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, pretty awesome. Uh, that's all I had for daredevil. Um, it was also one, I don't want to sound too like bringing up things I didn't like, but apparently that's, um, the stuff that I chose to write down mm. when stick is like, all oh, I'm proud of you. And Matt's like, yay. I don't know. It seemed very on the nose. Like, it, I don't remember. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, they, for the amount of conflict they had between them, uh, to be so chummy so quickly. Well, again, I get that Daredevil I, I is going to be but... like, you know, uh, your life deserves to be spared. We should save you because it's the right thing to do. But the but you're right. Like it seems too chummy. Like he should be like, look, I shouldn't let you die because that would be wrong. But also, I don't have to hug you and be really excited when you tell me of your pride. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, nothing's perfect, especially in 13 episodes of. Yeah. Of um, filming, but um, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you didn't like? Um, those bamboo things under the fingernails is hard oh, to watch. Oh well, yeah, that was just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's it. All right, so we'll probably wrap up the episode then. Yeah, we can be reached at Geek Chew on Facebook, Twitter. Other things, Instagram. Uh, we have our website, geekchew.com. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or lots of other podcast apps. Uh, leave a rating review on iTunes so we can skyrocket up the charts. <laughs> <laughs> you say such funny things. Uh, I guess that'll pretty much do it. You have anything? No. Good, because we're done. <laughs> it was fun. It was smart. We liked it.